Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Waiters drives left side, kicks out to Davis. Three ball, good. And the Lakers are spreading it out right now, 78-71. Jazz within six, 45 seconds left. Anthony Davis through the leg, step back three, over Gobert, and he hit. And Holy cow, he's 6-10. As Lee Jenkins wrote in Sports Illustrated, God made him when he got bored after creating Kevin Durant. And wow. Utah Jazz get beat by the Lakers, 116 to 108. No answer for Anthony Davis. He goes for 42 points and 12 rebounds. PK, that was a really good game until they started turning the ball over late in the third quarter, and then the Lakers pounced like that. The 19-2 run ended it. Yeah, I totally agree agree with you there. That Locke said it was 19 to five, but it, it the, was with a three pointer at the end of the buzzer. So it was a 19 to 2 Not run. Not at the beginning of the buzzer, at the end of the buzzer? It was wow. 19 to 5 to end the quarter, but it was 19 to 2 before the buzzer beating 3. Okay, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Uh, I think Moutier put that thing up there. Yeah, absolutely. Told, oh, yeah. Hey, we were talking about it last night on the post game. You, you take out that run, <laughs> you take you take out those six runs in the fourth inning, and you, you can't do that. It's not the way it works. But they played them well. They played them a lot better than they did uh, well, they played the uh, then they played actually the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is a far more competitive game, but that little streak there, just oh my gosh, just drove you nuts because the game was right there for the taking. But that run and Anthony Davis, I had a friend. Well, you Jazz can't put it on Twitter. Larry the Laker actually put it on Twitter. Why can't uh, or you shouldn't guard Davis without doubling him? Well, gosh, what are you gonna do, man? You gonna double him? When he's way on the perimeter, normally when you double somebody, it is on the low block. You know, yeah. if, you, if you guard, if you double him outside, it's more known as a trap. Well, Davis is just a special talent. So how do you handle that? And I, I said to Jake Scott in the pre, or pre, yeah, pregame that I thought that if they could hold those two, obviously James being the other one, under 60, they got a shot and they went for 64. The problem with... Uh trying to trap him you double him he's so tall he usually sees right over the top of it so it's not the problem the way it is for most players when you can see over the top of a double team and put the ball over your head maybe if the other guys are spaced out it's four on three somebody's open so and we saw that a couple of times the high low stuff that they they ran and the dunks and the jazz are short literally without Bogdanovich so uh, the Lakers took advantage of that they went to the bench in the first half, and it was okay when they had to go to the bench in the second half. That's when the Lakers went on the run and won the game. So Jazz and the Grizzlies tomorrow, another poor performance shooting the three ball. It's uh, you, you got to say they're consistent. They stick in the mid-20s. This was a little better, but anything in the 20s isn't going to be good enough. You need to be in the mid to high 30s. 
So they miss a bunch of threes, and they end up getting beat despite a great game from Donovan Mitchell. We, we've talked multiple times that lock comes on. You know, you got to shoot more free throws. you got to be more efficient. And literally from the first possession, he was looking to get to the free throw line, and that worked out for him. Shoot double digits. He was very good. Yeah. And I think you, you probably saw the best that Mike Conley could give you. 24 and 8, being aggressive, yes. hitting shots. Yeah. Sure. Made, made all five of his free throws. Uh, only had the three, uh, three turnovers. So they had turnover issues. 21 turnovers is way too many. But for as much as he handles the ball, three is probably a number you can live with. Joe Ingles had six. Right. Donovan Mitchell had four. Some guys who didn't play a lot. And then Moutier had two in just nine minutes. So there were some other issues there. You need to get that 21 number down around, you know, 13, 14, 15 tops. The Jazz get beat, but if they play like that, they can win some more games. If they play like they did against the Thunder, they got a chance to, you know, go 2-6 and six or 1-7. and seven. But if you play like you did against the Lakers, then, you know, we were talking about somewhere, you know, 4-4, four 5-3. and, four, five and three. If, they, if yeah. they can repeat what they did against the Lakers, that remains to be seen, then they got some more wins in front of them here. All right, more on the Jazz coming up. We've got a lot of theories on what's going on with a three-point shot. Some humorous some legit. We'll get to that coming up. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. I do like being right. <laughs> Ask my ex-husband. Happens every time. <laughs> <laughs> ex. uh, there's a reason it's X, huh? <laughs> uh. I got a lot of run on Twitter. One joke about the X. Doris Burke on the call there. A lot of basketball yesterday. If you want to sit around, beat the heat, stay indoors, crank up the AC or the swamp cooler, and swamp cooler, watch hoops. This was your day. Fred Van Vliet, a career high 36, 18 of them in the third quarter. He just went off, PK, as the Raptors beat the heat 107-103. Yeah, smaller guy. I believe he was not drafted, too. And he's been a significant member of the Raptors obviously and Lowry and we know what a, what a great team they've got you know I'm pulling for them it'd be cool I don't really care but I would like to see it if they got out of the east because everybody pretty much left them for dead as far as being a repeat title contender once Leonard left well the fact is that's not the truth but they're they're still a very good team they're 3-0 and in the restart Toronto and the Clippers in the NBA finals huh that'd be a good grudge match That'd be a little sizzle. Uh, I don't. I don't think there was grudging, though. I don't. I don't. I don't think that that was there. I don't think that the. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not from Toronto, nor do I know anybody from Toronto. But uh, I think you're right. That wasn't. Like, that wasn't one of the worst partings, and there wasn't. I mean, Kawhi doesn't say anything, right? So, so how yeah. could how could he say something on the on the way out the door that irritated everybody? But I still think if you walk away from the team and they're the champs, and then you meet them in the finals, that'd still be juicy. It's human nature. But he went home. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. something about going home that makes it different. Makes it more acceptable. And he delivered a title. Yep. T.J. Warren had that big 53-point uh, game. He backed it up with 34 points and 11 boards, and the Pacers went again. They beat the Wizards 111-100. All right, they didn't beat the best team ever, but man, you back up 53 or 34. Golfers always talk about that, right? You go low, shoot a 63, or you're probably not coming back with a 67. But he did, 34-11. and 11. That's a big game. 
Yeah, I think Phoenix just sold him to the Pacers. I don't think there was anything else returned to uh, Phoenix. Now that should be uh, one of the reasons why the Suns suck. Yeah, right. That should that, that should help the Suns ownership with the, the civic pride. And the, Way to go, server. Yeah, right. I think it's something like that. Yeah, I don't think they got a whole lot back for him. Lose cash considerations is what they traded him for. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought I remembered. Michael Porter Jr. Now, he was supposed to be all that exciting college talent, but he got hurt actually in a game right before the, he played up at the U and didn't even pra- came here but didn't even practice. Basically, hardly played at all his freshman year in school. Straight to the pros. Doesn't play in the pros. He's got some more injury issues, but 37 points, 12 rebounds. Somebody's healthy now. Denver Nuggets beat the Oklahoma City Thunder 121 to 113. And uh, we're all wondering, you know, how does weight loss affect a big guy in the NBA? Well, he can still use his body. He can still drive to the hoop, bump people away, create a little space, get a triple double for the Denver Nuggets. That look about good. Jokic. You never yeah, didn't Jokic. His name. Yeah, Jokic. Uh, he looked good. He got some help, and they got a win. Yeah, he had a well, big Well, you game. say somebody is healthy, speaking of Porter. Yep. And the reason why he played as much as he did, because three starters weren't healthy. They literally did not have three starters. And they put in Porter. Jokic would play, regardless of uh, who's healthy and not. But three frontline guys were out for Denver and Porter does what he does. They plugged I'm telling in, you, man, people continue to sleep on Denver. They plugged in the legendary Tory Craig from SC Upstate. Well, uh, South Carolina Upstate, who I only heard of because I think Majerus scheduled him back in the day. Otherwise, I couldn't tell you anything about him, including not even their nickname, their league, nothing. But, hey, if you're good enough to play in the NBA, they'll find you, right? Plug him in for 24 minutes. and He didn't light yeah. the world on fire, but 24 minutes, he got through it, you know, didn't melt down, so they get the win. He's Denver's version yeah, up, of Royce O'Neal. Oh, yeah. Upstate. Yeah, not downstate, not middle state. I think maybe their nickname is Up Yours. <laughs> yes, yes. Sixers win. They beat the Spurs 132 to 130. Joel Embiid with 27 points. San Antonio, they've been to the playoffs 22 times in a row. Can they make it 23? Can they sneak in there? They've gotten off to a good start. This is their first loss in the bubble there. They have played well early on. And right now they are on the outside looking in. Percentage points behind Portland. It'd be the Blazers playing the Grizzlies. It's really not going well for the Grizzlies. They're over the bubble right now as the Jazz get ready to play them. The Pelicans beat them 109-99. to Jazz will uh-huh. play the Grizzlies tomorrow. Coaches of the year, you were just talking about this, PK. It was nearly a three-way tie. You had mentioned Nick Nurse should have a shot at it, and he missed by one vote. And you mentioned Billy Donovan ought to be strongly considered for this, and he will share it with Mike Budenholzer, the Bucks head coach. Best record in the NBA. So Budenholzer and Donovan tie, and Nurse finishes third in the balloting. One vote back. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Free agent wide receiver Antonio Brown's got an eight-game suspension for the upcoming season due to violations of the NFL's personal conduct penalty. Uh, Teams like the Seahawks still keeping tabs on him. GM John Schneider calls it a complex situation. The talent is so alluring, PK. An eight-game suspension half the season. 
with the talent. You could be the one to turn it around with Antonio Brown. Have any of the diva wide receivers turned it around? Or if you graphed their output, you know, I mean, Terrell Owens had some awesome numbers in his career. But if you graph them, you know, the diva goes up and on the other graph, you, the production's going down. Yeah, what I always find interesting is the diva comes after. It never comes before. I want the diva who actually is before rather than after they make it big. Then they realize, oh, I got leverage and I can act like a freak and make everybody's life miserable in such a short span of time. And then when they hit 45, 50, whatever it might be, they realize, boy, that was pretty stupid. (laughs) If it could even just parallel, you'd take that. But it really is the diva goes up as everything else tails off. Catches, touchdown, yardage, all the... uh, all the, all the stuff that gets everybody's attention uh, in the first place. San Francisco signing uh, former All-Pro tight end Jordan Reed. He's got a one-year deal. It's uh, loaded with incentives. And he had concussions. He was playing in Washington. Uh, and, of course, they've already got a tight end, so I guess they're going looking to go double, double tights in. George Kittle has been putting up huge numbers for them in over 1,000 yards in uh, – receiving last year and the NFL deadline for players to opt out Thursday at 2 o'clock so we'll see if we get a bunch of names here in the next 48 hours or so DJ and PK hashtag college football Big 12 announced their scheduling model. Nine conference games, one additional non-conference matchup, and they're going to require that they all play them at home because they're trying to fulfill their TV contract. The 9 plus 1 model should give them, and it gives them 55 broadcasts. The conference title game would be 56. They're contracted for 57, so no road games, guys. Got to play them at home. For BYU fans who hope to be included in the league scheduling model, that's not happening. Maybe they can pick up some individual games. TCU's out of games. Uh, I think Texas Tech is out of games, too, unless they flip the UTEP game to a home game. So there might be some possibilities out there. But for BYU, it, it definitely limits the options, PK. Yeah, they're still trying to schedule some games with this conference. Uh, let's see what the uh, Big 12 individual schools now do. It's not a conference decision anymore, as I understand it. It's more of an individual school decision. So, if you look at need some games. Yeah, if you look at some of the schedules, some of the games really aren't that good. So, fulfilling the TV contract, I don't know how much ESPN or, I guess, Fox, either one of them would lean on some of the schools. They're like, guys, you can't give us a steady diet of, uh, you know, Missouri State or whatever. I suppose Oklahoma, since they've already moved that game, seems pretty determined to play that one. Texas is playing South Florida, but then there's there's some games out there. If you look around the league, it's some pretty low-end opponents. I don't think TV would be that excited. So there's a possibility that even if they got a game scheduled, they you know somebody could swap somebody out. Yes. So yes, we'll have to see what happens with the negotiations there. And then would it be a one-off or would it be a home and home and the return game would have to be eight years out because people are booked out? I, I don't know. Tom Holm will have to work that out and let us know how that's going to play out, but. But I did see that SMU, it's it, SMU TCU is still on the schedule. But I saw reports on Twitter last night that SMU isn't going to play. Battle for the Iron Skillet is the off. Iron Skillet. I don't know what the story is there. It's probably good. But anyway, that that would leave TCU literally having nobody. That all of their games would be canceled if that report on SMU's right. So 
Maybe, maybe they flash back to the Mountain West days. They played some pretty crazy games. TCU's chancellor said football coach Gary Patterson apologized Monday for repeating a racial slur when telling a player to stop using the racial slur in team meetings. The linebacker accused Patterson on Twitter of using the slur during a confrontation of practice on Sunday. So, so what happened there? Apparently, he used the racial slur. You know, stop saying bleep. Oh, he quoted basically. Correct. Right. Yes. Don't say this word. He said the word. He right. said the word. Correct. Is that so? That's unacceptable, or is it not? I don't know. I it don't is. Know it on. is unacceptable. Apparently, that's why he apologized for it. So. Why no? But big deal. Who cares whether he apologized or yeah. not? It's a question of do you keep your job? Yes, I think he does. But I could be wrong. But I think he does. So what happened at Washington State? The athletic director, Pat Chun, the head coach, Nick Rolovich, pushed back on the accusations by wide receiver Cassie Woods of being cut from the team during the Pac-12 due to the Pac-12 unity player movement and insisted that Woods' removal from the team is due to his having decided to opt out of the season for health concerns. I don't know that one player matters that much, but a coach getting a rep in recruiting, I guess, could matter. You know, if the, if the other players start talking him down. I don't know what will happen with that drama right there. Well, when you find out, you let me know. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. We continue to hear and read about rumors about our players' actions in Atlanta, and we need to stop that. Our team and our players deserve better than that. As I mentioned, these guys are sick. Our guys were not running all around town after our game in Atlanta. So I, I need to ask that that stop. They don't deserve that. Derek Jeter, sticking up for his guys. Everybody wondering what the Marlins did, how they got it, how they spread it. Meanwhile, the teams that are playing, the Yankees are the favorites, and PK, they're, they're acting like the favorites. Eight and one. They win again. They cannot be stopped. They pounded the Phillies six to three, the final score. The Yankees, could they be any more impressive right now? I suppose they could be 9-0, I guess, but they're just crushing it here. Yeah, they got it going on, that's for sure. They got their guys healthy. Last year, they had guys that didn't have the lineup this year so far. Anyway, they're looking pretty good. Aaron Judge, two for four. So, didn't hit any massive uh, tape measure homers. Did have a double, so got that going for him. Six homers through the first eight games, but... Game nine, he'll just have to settle for the single and the double. <laughs> Padres beat the Dodgers 5-4. to four. The Dodgers the favorite in the National League. They Both those teams are off to uh, seven and four starts. And an opposite field homer for Tatis PK. He's living up to the hype. This is awesome. This is awesome. Oh, yeah, he's been living up to the hype. I know. <laughs> I know. And he is, uh, he is, uh, he's on Team Fun. He's the captain of Fun, apparently. I guess when you're playing that well. We'll see if he's that much fun if it goes whenever Oh, he has flair. Right? Yeah, There's big no time. question he has flair. Charisma, so he, personality. He's got a personality, too. Yep. He speaks English. Uh, I think he was born in the States, even though, obviously, he's a DR kid. But, uh, you know, his father was in the States, so he's, his English is fine. So, for 21 years of age, that's not an issue. So, yeah, and he's dramatic, and he's got... I don't want to say wild hair, but it's just indicative of his fun-loving style. 
Chicago Cubs pick up the win, 2-0 over the Royals. They get a home run from Chris Bryant, and uh, they get a, uh, a solid outing from Alec Mills, who goes seven shutout innings. The Cubbies, are they for real, PK? Are they going to do it this year? They're 8-2. I mean, that's not Yankee good, but that's awfully good first 10 games right there. Well, that's close to an 800% winning percentage. That really is close. Spot on. Yeah. They're on a 48-win pace. <laughs> Which wouldn't mean anything traditionally. No. Would probably mean you'd get the number one pick. But in this season, uh, I think you'd take 48 wins. 48-12. That's pretty doggone good, obviously. Yeah. That's uh, almost a 130-win pace. So Unsustainable, but a, uh, a great... A great yeah, starter. but you're not. You, you don't have that though. It's about 60 games, so it's conceivable. Because over uh, 162, no, but that's not what you're playing. Right. Well, it's a. They keep saying it's a sprint, and you see the Yankees at eight and one, and the Cubs and the Twins are both eight and two. So somebody's sprinting. Rockies are seven and two. That's an awfully, awfully good start as well. The uh, Angels, Shohei Otani has a grade 1-2 strain of the flexor pronator mass near his surgically repaired right elbow. So, no pitching for the foreseeable future. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. You ever hear of the flexor pronator mass? Oh, yeah. I deal with it all the time. In fact, it, crazy me, but I was always tracted, attracted when I was in high school Two girls, ulterior, flonator, mask, uh, you know, the code, that type of thing. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, we're going to see how many times we can say flexor pronator mask during the rest of the show. Also, we're going to talk with Ben Golliver, NBA writer for the Washington Post. He's in the bubble in Orlando. Talk NBA hoops with him next. Jay Drew, BYU football beat writer for the Deseret News, joins us at 9 o'clock right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.